0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Kong Connection Podcast with David Nundahawk, all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This week we are coming, or not this week, today we are coming to you on a Friday due to the fact that NXT was on Wednesday and AEW was on Thursday this week. Also, I was in Hanson because it was my girlfriend's birthday yesterday.
1: And to give a proper recap of the Wednesday night was, might
0: as well wait for both shows. Exactly, like next week it will happen on Thursday, but NXT is on Tuesday we will, un- we will discuss why that is ne- uh, a little bit later. Yep. And um, Wednesday is going to be AEW again. So, we're going to start off with what happened first. We're going to start off with NXT. Of course, as always, we will give our who won the Wednesday Night Wars this week. Yep. We will give it post-recap. Show opens with the new and now former NXT champion. God. Because Cross got Ballard.
1: Yep. Yep. And it was nobody's fault. I mean, if you go back and you watch the match, you can watch the match a hundred times. You see where he gets hurt and, and it was just we didn't just do a anything slip. to him and he didn't do anything wrong. It was just a wrestling injury. Yeah. And unfortunately, it is the exact same injury that put Ballard on the shelf after he won the universal title. Mm-hmm. It's a labrum injury. And, you know, they kept holding out hope that it wasn't as bad as yeah. everybody was thinking. That's was why it be. took so
0: long for Balor for that belt to get crowned and yes. champion. It was like two months or whatever it yes. took. So um,
1: this is extremely disappointing because man, I was so looking forward to Cross just wrecking fools. When
0: when I saw Cross open the show, come out in an arm brace, I'm like, that's it. He's vacating the title. It's
1: happening. It's just upsetting. But I'll tell you something right now. He definitely, definitely did a face-saving promo. Oh, yeah. That promo was incredible. He doesn't do a lot of talking. No. But when he does talking, he's like one of the better talkers. Yeah,
0: what I really like about Cross and Scarlett is that for a couple of people that don't need to talk a lot, they can still get their message across. Yeah. They don't need to talk, 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 like Zelina and Andrade, where they where Zelina is all talk. Oh, yeah. But them two, their actions, actions speak louder than words. Yep. The broken time, uh, broken hourglass, the hourglass in general, the fire sparks. Yep. All this stuff puts out such a strong message. Yeah. But when Cross does talk... Boy does he make it meaningful.
1: Yep. Um it does suck though to have this happening cuz I would again, I was so looking forward to Cross just wrecking people. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz if you really think about it, Cross has had uh, five six matches in NXT. If that. And every one of them's been a squash. Mm-hmm. The Keith Lee match was was as close to a squash you're going to get in an NXT title match as you'll ever see. Yeah. The last time you've seen somebody who was the champion get beaten around that badly to lose a belt was when Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn to a pulp yeah, to take the belt off of Sami Zayn because he couldn't respond yeah. to the referee. That is the last time a champion went into a match and was dominated. Keith Lee was dominated yeah. by the Cross, And that that's match. hard
0: to say that Keith Lee was dominated by anybody. Exactly. Because it is Keith freaking Lee.
1: So... That's what's disappointing about this because you could have easily seen, you know, Bronson Reed or Adam Cole or Johnny Gargano or Dominic, a returning Dominic Dijakovic, you know, any of those guys coming in and just taking another beating to get them off television for a little bit. You know, kind of like what we're going to see when we talk about is return later. They're yeah. basically a writing off um, theory. theory for a little bit. But, man... I am just so heartbroken. I'm so heartbroken because you've never, you never see WWE push a guy who isn't one of their own that quickly out of the gate.
0: Yeah. Normally, I think the fastest push, um, I'll put up quotes, fastest for anybody that was not a homegrown guy before Carrion was Keith Lee. Keith Lee came in.
1: Well, yeah, but Keith, so. so last summer. Yeah, but we're talking. All right, so Keith Lee was came from the independents he didn't come from one of the other big competition he didn't come from like an NWA he didn't come from a TNA he didn't come from any of that stuff he came from the independents the last time I can honestly remember WWE lighting a rocket under someone's ass who's from a different top tier organization so like a
0: competing like a competing organization.
1: organization would probably would have been the first Goldberg run yeah when he, when came he from, first uh, came from WCW. WCW after they missed the the whole invasion angle and then Goldberg finally comes and basically they, they put a rocket under him yeah. and put him up against Lesnar and then both of them left at the same time and that was one of the worst, you know, matches that anybody oh, yeah. could, could, could have sat through because the crowd was so out of it calling them both sellouts and yeah. Lesnar's flipping off the crowd and Stone Cold doesn't know what to do because he's the referee. But I mean, that's realistically the last time I can remember WWE taking... A top tier competitor's talent, and then just blast. Because he the was moon. a
0: big, big, big name and Impact, right? He
1: was huge in Impact, huge. Yeah. And for he them, held that belt for a while too. Yes, he did. They basically did the. They did an AEW. Yeah. They did an AEW. We're gonna get to it, but you know we don't talk a lot about all the champions in AEW. But um, um yeah, we'll form talk about WWE, former WWE, former WWE, former WWE, form WWE. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna run down the list. Yeah, you know what I mean, but
0: yeah, because because we had two former WWE guys. One happened last week. One happened this week, where they are either the champion or in the championship picture.
1: Oh, uh, their first heavyweight champion,
0: and their second heavyweight, heavyweight champion.
1: champion, and their first TNT champion, <clears throat> yeah, and their second and their second, champion. second TNT champion. champion. Pretty much the tag division is the only one hasn't and been now, touched yet.
0: Probably going to be the second tag team champion. Yeah, so the only thing it hasn't touched is the women's. Yeah, well, because but that came from Stardom. Yeah. Which is another huge competitor in Japan.
1: Yeah. Well, they're actually Stardom again, is
0: on par with New Japan yeah, Pro Wrestling Club for the women.
1: But what I'm saying is we're gonna get to all the AEW stuff because they did they're doing something cool with um with NWA and with Thunderosa. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited for that.
0: Um next, uh well, it kind of cut to the back where it showed um it was Matt Bloom, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Regal sitting around a table kind of discussing saying that. What they're all the brains of um NXT are here to discuss the the future of the NXT championship. Um, then we get to a NXT tag team championship match.
1: Now, I will say this much you had the somber atmosphere of this whole Karrion Cross thing, right? Yeah, and then the next thing's a breeze angle music hits. Uh huh, it's like okay. Could you have waited maybe a little bit? Yeah. Like, couldn't you maybe Could you have wait? Could you could, go into commercial? Could you go on the commercial? Could you have had Imperium come out first?
0: Yeah. You
1: know, just a couple of different ways that you could have done that. But I will tell you something right now. This was an NXT takeover level yeah, tag team match. This match could have followed the Cookie Cutter WWE standard tag team match in which the faces get a hot tag, everything's going their way, and then the heels end up doing something, getting their own hot tag, match ends, and the heels walk away. Cause that's kinda been the WWE MO for yeah. a very long time with the tag division. Yeah. Swerve. Yeah. What? Your new tag team champion. Brizengo has defeated
0: Imperium.
1: I am so pumped. One, I'm pumped because these guys have really been one of the they've been the a cornerstone, cornerstone of the tag team division, and not just the tag team division, but as individuals in the NXT locker room yeah. for a long time. Both these guys came back to NXT. Yeah, they left Raw and SmackDown to be on NXT. They've been through the whole coronavirus, the whole COVID shutdown stuff. They have been at full sail the entire mm-hmm. time.
0: Yeah, they have wrestled on TV, if not every week, every Almost other every
1: week. week. They've been in six-man tags. They have been in singles matches. they've teamed up with Swerve. They've
0: They've teamed up with Drake Maverick, which that's the name name we we were forgetting last week. week. I thought about that the day after, and I was going to tweet it out or whatever.
1: But I will tell you this much, man. One, you put these four guys in the ring, you're going to get a good match. Oh, without a doubt. But, man, it is just so nice for them to have put the tag belts on somebody different versus a stable. I know. Because all their tag champions realistically have been stables for the last... Minus the bros weights who were just thrown together to take the belts off of... Um, UE. UE. And they may still have the belts if it wasn't for all this nonsense. I know. But, um,
0: but I mean, they took the belts off because Dunn was stuck in England and Riddle was in the US. And he was going to be going to... But the fact that Imperium were... I don't think the Imperium wrestled more than like four or five ta- championship matches. The Entire time, yeah. When Breezango now holding the belts, they'll defend those belts every couple of weeks,
1: yeah. Don't be surprised if they go up against um,
0: they're gonna go up against Joaquin Phoenix and yeah, uh, what's his name? Um, 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 um Joaquin Phoenix and um, Wild.
1: Raul, Mendoza. Raul Mendoza, Raul Mendoza, yeah, yeah, no,
0: yeah, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild,
1: Joaquin Wild, you said Joaquin Phoenix, you said Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker, okay, okay, it's a Joaquin, yeah, um, um
0: but yeah. That was, I sh- I was legit shocked at that. The next match, Mia Yim set to face Aaliyah. That's what it seemed like. But then as Robert Stone and Aaliyah were coming down and chatting crap at uh Mia, Shotsi runs, <laughs> Shazi my- runs over uh, Rob Stone I- for I the it. third time.
1: I love it she's awesome yeah and i love that she got the win over yim
0: she did and yim turned heel
1: well kinda see all right so here's the deal you can you can leave this the way it is in which yim takes this loss it's not a bad loss though because she wasn't ready to face someone like shotzi blackheart
0: yeah she was expecting Aaliyah.
1: yeah which to her would have probably been a little bit more of a cakewalk match shotzi is more of a wild card and everything that she does. Yeah. She comes out in a tank. She has green hair. She howls like a wolf when she comes out. Yeah. You know, she's a fun, fun, fun character. Yeah. And I don't think Yim was prepared for that. As far as a heel turn, that's a little bit of a stretch.
0: I have a feeling, and I've, I've heard rumors that... She's part of... Uh, she's part of Retribution.
1: Well, We'll find out tonight, because apparently um, tonight in that payback, there's going to be some unveiling of who Retribution is. Yeah. So...
0: Um, The next segment was... Oh, it was Regal's announcement of what the championship match is going to be. And they're not waiting around for this. They're doing it at Super Tuesday. NXT Super Tuesday. On Tuesday. Next week. A fatal four-way Iron Man match.
1: I love the concept. So continue.
0: With four competitors. All former champions. Mm -hmm. Finn Balor. Okay. John Gargano, yep. Adam Cole, yep. Thomas O'Champa.
1: Okay. I love the fact that these four guys are in the match, but what have any of these four guys done lately to deserve to be the NXT champion? I'm gonna run it down really quickly for you, okay? Finn Balor is on a win streak of one. Adam Cole is on a win did streak. We a
0: segment. We did miss a segment. Oh well, let's we'll continue go back with to this.
1: It. Adam Cole is on a win streak of one, and that's on a football player who's performing in a WWE ring for the first time. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano, when was the last time he won a match? He just lost in the NXT <laughs> US Champion, um, North American Championship match, right?
0: I mean, he won against Rich Holland when he got dropped on his head. Okay. That's the biggest thing that he's done.
1: Okay, and Tommaso Ciampa was in a ring for 51 seconds this week.
0: Yeah, that's the segment we missed was okay. him absolutely destroying Jake Atlas yeah. in a match, Yeah. then turning heel and absolutely killing Jake Atlas, writing yeah. him off TV.
1: Yeah. We said Austin Theory before it was Jake, Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas, yeah. So what have these four guys done to deserve this? There's another way they could have done this. At Super Tuesday, they could have done, let's say, a eight-match bracket or something like that in mm-hmm. which you set up. Two on one side, um, four on one side, four on the other, and let it filter down. Have maybe like a double, double elimination tournament. First guys to get to three wins, they can then go subsequently to, um, to a fatal four-way, Iron Man match at your next takeover. Let it build. for So a little what bit. you could
0: do is you could take those four guys, do a round robin. Whoever has the most wins after the round robin wins the belt or if there's a tie they have a they have a rubber match match. yeah exactly
1: or not even just those four guys you can get another four guys you could do what you did with the cruiserweight championship when it was vacated yeah you could have done the exact same thing and then what Tommaso Ciampa did earlier in the night would have made more sense maybe Jake Atlas was going to be part of that tournament and he absolutely loses his mind and destroys Atlas Mm -hmm. in 51 seconds you know what I mean there's things that you could have done differently I'm happy with the four guys who are going to be in the match. The match is going to be absolutely incredible. Okay? it's We're not going to shy away from that. This is going to be, first of all, Iron Man match stipulations. So whoever gets the most pinfalls in yeah. 60 minutes, okay? These four guys, the, they're right now just, they're salivating. Sitting, I'll be real with you. At, they're sitting at a table together, salivating at the spots they're going to do.
0: Yeah. I'll be real with you there's going to be one pinfall in the entire match, and that's going to be it. That's going to be the person that wins. they are not going to be multiple pinfalls. It's not going to be someone's going to win with two pinfalls. I think there's going to be one pinfall at the end of the match, and that's going to determine the championship. I think two
1: people are going to walk out of their tide.
0: And that's going to lead to another match?
1: Yeah. I have a funny feeling that you're going to get something like, you know, Balor had one, Cole had one, Gargano had two and Champa had two. You're going to get something like that.
0: And Triple H will have to go back on his word and saying that this is the last time
1: you two will fight. Exactly. I'm not saying it's going to be Champa and Gargano. I don't think it's going to be Champa Gargano. I think it's going to be Champa uh, on um, Balor. Yeah. That's what I think it's going to be. I think they're going to push both those guys back up to the Or moon. what
0: they might do is they might remove the other two people from the match and let them keep going.
1: Oof, <laughs> man, that'd be... I, I say if they do it, if they do it, right, they should build it to a second match. I don't like the idea of just giving these four guys, okay, here you go. You guys deserve it. Okay, Kevin Owens deserves it. Yeah. (laughs) Samoa Joe deserves it. Why don't you bring those guys to NXT and let them fight for the the title? Yeah, Shinsuke. uh, Let Shinsuke stay with his tag team championship up in SmackDown. He's fun with Cesaro. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The next match in segment was Santos Escobar against Isaiah Swerve Scott for the Cruiserweight Championship. This was a fun, fun, fun match, dude.
1: Again, two guys, man. Just give him him a ring. Give him 15 to 22 minutes and just let him have it.
0: Yeah, which the finish was really fun where uh, Santos put on a mask, which his reveal was him removing a mask, but he put a mask on and there was something in the forehead and he hit the forehead. He hit a headbutt on Swerve, knocking him clean out, takes the mask off and hides it as he's doing the pin it's fun because yeah. he was formerly a luchador luchador yep next segment which this also helped me remember drake maverick uh, against killian uh, not against kyle, kyle, kyle o'reilly R- which killian dane shows up later yep yo he has some fire under his ass who's that drake maverick
1: of course he does but let me ask you a question if oh, well you're a lot younger than me so who does with the whole killian dane thing that happened where he came out cost maverick the match and stuff like that right who does Dane and Maverick remind you of? Because I get huge vibes of a certain tag team that was thrown together in the late nineties, early two thousands. Late
0: nineties, early two thousands. It's not Rock and Sock. No,
1: nope. no. Around the same era, though. So one guy was a uh, was a big, big man, and then the other guy was lightweight, high flyer.
0: Not Big Show, Rey Mysterio.
1: Nope. I mean, you could go with that, but I'm thinking more Kane X Pac.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, okay.
1: I am getting Kane X Pac. Yeah, okay. I can see that now. All day. Yeah. Just a big brooding monster, and a guy who just has all the f- fire of, you know. Yeah. Lit under his ass for. No but case. I mean,
0: Drake doesn't have X Pac heat.
1: Nobody has X Pac heat.
0: No one will ever have X Pac heat.
1: I don't know about that. I don't know.
0: Roman did after he beat Taker. Ro-
1: Roman had that. Um. Matt Riddle has it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we don't talk about a lot of the backstage shit with um, Matt Riddle, but man, he has heat. Heat. Goldberg hates him. Lesnar hates him. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, O'Reilly defeats uh, Drake, and then the entire UE goes to attack Drake. Uh, Killian Dane comes out, fe- uh, fi- uh, fends him off. Yep. And then they think, oh, cool. Uh, Drake's gonna give uh, Dane a f- fist bump. Dane just absolutely lays his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> just completely knocks his lights out. Yep. Um, that's going to continue that feud. Yeah. Our main event was a tag team match between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley against Dakota Kai and Ra- uh, Raquel Gonzalez. This this did nothing for the Dakota-Io feud. This was used to build Raquel versus Rhea.
1: Um, on the complete opposite side of that spectrum, man. Really? You know who the best wrestler was in this match? Who? Dakota Kai. She was the best element in this match. Really, the last time you that I remember Dakota Kai being in a match, okay, was when she in a tag team match was when she was tagged up with Tegan Knox, and they were facing Banks and Bailey for the tag team championship, and she was the one getting beat up, thrown around the ring. Then she gave Knox the hot tag, and subsequently Knox is the one who carried the match, and then Kai took the pinfall to lose the match. Kai carries. Yeah,
0: she does. The women's division. Which is which is interesting because um her S- heel work is amazing. Is incredible. Yeah. Like I never I saw her turning heel when she turned heel at war games. Oh yeah. But to think that this heel run she's had would be this monumental.
1: She's so good. Yeah. So good. She's she has completely flipped the script on what her character has become from that true, you know, plucky underdog to just a menacing heel who just has no remorse yeah. for anybody. So,
0: moving on to all elite wrestling from uh, last Thursday. night, Thursday, the August 27th edition, uh, Daily's Place with live fans. I know,
1: no, very small crowd, but still very live small fans. crowd, but
0: it was, dude, you could feel the energy. Yeah.
1: And you know what's the best part about last night? What? Chris Jericho on commentary.
0: Oh, yeah. Jericho's absolutely incredible.
1: And, and the fact that they open up with a... Oh. The fact that...
0: It was so good because he was playing such a good heel. He's he's an incredible heel. Oh, he But is. he was playing such a good heel, running down Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, jo- uh, John Moxley, Matt Hardy. He's saying he's calling Matt Hardy an asshole yeah. because he hurt Sammy or whatever. And he was saying, you don't like anybody... Uh, I think it was Tony said, you don't like anybody except for... Um the the inner circle and he's like, Well yeah, the they're my they're my guys and then he said like one other person, he's like, Yeah, he's kinda cool. He's pretty cool. Uh I don't even remember who it was. But the show opened with a gauntlet gauntlet match. match.
1: The tag team gauntlet match.
0: Which opened up with the Bucks. So it was fourth rank, third rank, second rank, first rank. Fourth rank Young Bucks against third rank Nightmare Family, QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. How they're ranked higher than the Bucks, I have no idea. Um, smooth wrestling match. Best part in this match, in my opinion, was um Dustin.
1: Yeah, Dustin he was a tag. He, yeah,
0: yeah, he came in. He was going back and forth with Nick and Matt and all that, and he gets winded and he's like, "Hold on, time out. Hold up," and just has to like take his breath and kind of just relaxes and is like, "All right, let's go." And then they get right back into the match because he's playing at that he's old. Yeah, he is an elder wrestler. Well, I mean, he's in his fifties. Yeah. But he can still go with the best of them.
1: Yes, he can. Yes, he can. That's the reason why they use him the way they use him. Yeah.
0: So. Um, Bucks pick up the win at this. Um, up I, next was Bucks against Best Friends,
1: which... This was a shock.
0: Yeah. The fact that Adam Page...
1: Cost the Bucks.
0: Cost the Bucks the match, allowing... I think it was Chuck. Yeah. To, or it was Chuck or Trent. No, I it was Chuck. It was Chuck to roll up one of the Bucks.
1: <gasps> Distraction and roll up? but when you do it only once in a while it works yeah
0: and when you do it with someone turning on their own team i'm okay with it
1: yeah i'm okay with it when you only do it once in a while it's not your it's not your go-to finish of every match yeah and this was a shock
0: of the the match because the finish wasn't a shock at all because we knew FTR was going to come in and win this match
1: well we knew that they went to they it,
0: they were going to come in and lay out whoever um, was left whoever was left yeah which they did. Yep. And Tully being there with them. Tully as a manager for these two is great because these guys look like um, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Yeah,
1: they look like the full horsemen. Yeah.
0: Um. So, FTR are your new number one contenders for the AEW Tag Team Champions um, at um, All Out on September 5th. They're winning those belts. They have to. Because
1: you have to you have to uh, because
0: page and kenny are not going to be able to work together
1: no and i think i think kenny's going to go heel
0: you think kenny's going to go heel after what uh cody did or not Paige... cody what page did yeah i think it's i think because page is going to be the face cuz both the bucks are going to turn on him too yeah. the bucks are going to turn heel there too yep uh next was a <sighs> a squash match between lance archer and sha maluda mm-hmm. which um, is
1: fine cuz archer
0: archer is the i think it's like the murder hawk yeah something or rather
1: he just needs um, to come out there and continue to do what he's doing. Continue yeah, continue to use the coaching from Jake Roberts and just go out there and just murder fools. Yeah, because that's what he does. That that choke slam that he uses, oh my god. Yeah, last time I seen someone have a choke slam like that was Kane. Yeah, he would just pick you up and then he just release you from the top.
0: Yeah. Um, what I liked about this was after the match, Jake Roberts was starting to tell him like, "Hey, if you don't win the uh, buy-in casino battle royale, um, you're not gonna be. I won't be able to help you out anymore." But you're you shouldn't have any issue because you are the murder hawk. You will go through 20 other men. Yep. Um, out comes Taz, Brian Cage, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Ricky Starks. Um, Taz, the Taz team, or whatever they call him. Yep. Um, uh, Taz starts barking at Jake. Um, Brian Cage and Lance Archer kind of keep going back and forth. Yep. And out of freaking nowhere, Darby Allen comes out and absolutely lays out Ricky Starks. I have a feeling... Darby Allen is probably going to win that battle royale. I don't at, think I don't at think all in. So. I don't think so because we'll talk about it in a little bit. But I have a strong suspicion we might have a new AEW champion at okay. all out.
1: I just don't see. Um, I don't see Darby Allen, um, being placed in that upper echelon right yet. Right yet? Yeah. Okay. He, I I I see him more with the TNT title. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I see him all with that That, that mid-card. I mean, blade
0: he blade. won't take that belt off of uh, Brody Lee. No way. But he'll take it off whoever takes it off Brody Lee. Possibly, yeah. Um. Next was the contract signing between MJF and John Moxley. Oh,
1: this was awesome. MJF, this, is how you do, this is how you do a contract signing.
0: MJF walks out with a neck brace and a walker, but the walker, of course, was draped over in his brown argyle yep.
1: um, scarf. Burberry scarf that costs more than your house. Yeah.
0: And the best part is Moxley was sitting there listening to everything that MJF was saying. And MJF's a smart dude. The things he was saying, the similes, the metaphors, all that stuff, it was great. The best part was once Moxley signed it and handed it back. And he was like, uh, MJF said, you can't use the paradigm shift. Paradigm shift is banned, blah, blah, blah. We're going to win that belt, blah, blah, blah. We're going to become the new, we're going to run AEW. And he's like, did you guys even read your own contract? What about what's said on like page 27? Page 17. Well, 17. Page 17 or yeah. page 27? 17. Um, so apparently next week we get a match between MJF's lawyer and John, John Moxley, Moxley where the paradigm shift is not banned. Yep. Um, yeah. so that lawyer's being killed. Yep. Um, next match was Lucha Brothers and The Butcher and Blade against Sunny Kiss, Joey Janela, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman aka Jungle Boy. Or No. Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff...
1: Yeah, Brian Pillman Jr. is just Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, they're not part of... uh... They're uh, they're uh, NWA wrestlers. Oh, okay. So this is where the whole NWA relationship is starting to come in. Yeah. But man, this was just a squash match. Oh, yeah. This was just a squash match. Yeah, they came in and absolutely destroyed them. Lucha Bros and uh, Butcher and the Blade, they just destroyed... Pillman took such a bump off of a lariat. He landed on his head, dude. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Twisted him inside out and he just landed right on his head. Disgusting to take bumps like that. And this now this, you know, this new age of wrestling, you never see people who do that stuff. Yeah. And considering who his father was, yeah. You know, he, he doesn't want too many head injuries, but wow. I, I definitely commend Pillman and everybody else for being in that ring to get destroyed the way they got destroyed. Yeah. yeah, they got wrecked.
0: The uh next segment was the uh Brody Lee. And the did Dark miss, Order.
1: Do we miss a contract signing between the? Um, it
0: wasn't a contract signing. It was a backstage segment between, between Sheeta and okay. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. from NWA.
1: Correct. So there's a working relationship between NWA and AEW and AEW, and that is in, in direct like that is directly set in the reticle on WWE, and yeah. Taking aim at them. it's yeah. two people coming together to try to
0: take out the take, E. Yeah, take out the E. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think that's going to be a lot of fun. To yep. see Thunder Rosa in an AEW ring, yeah, I have seen her wrestle with Holliday, her tag team partner of the Twisted Sisters, live at a WWR show in Providence, in front of like eighty people, and hell, oh my god, they are fun. They wrestled, I think it was against Team C Stars, which is Ashley Vox, and oh my god, I'm forgetting the other the other one's name, but it was a hell of a lot of fun to watch them. Thunder Rosa is great in the ring. She's a luchador. Um, a lot of strong strikes for a small woman. And this match is gonna be great. It is. Because you're gonna get the hard-hitting Sheeta against a fast moving Thunderosa.
1: Now the question is is this championship for championship match?
0: I feel like it's only for the AEW title, but I don't know.
1: Okay. Because if it's only for the AEW title, it's an AEW event. The AEW champion's are not gonna lose their belt. If this is belt for belt. That'll make this interesting.
0: Yeah, um, as I was saying, Brody Lee and the Dark Order appear. Um, essentially, the whole thing was this to give Anna uh, Anna J a nickname of the Queen Slayer um, because she took out uh, Brandy last week. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, this whole thing was to give her that nickname.
1: The one thing I do like is the element though of this, where the Dark Order try to make this like a little bit of a party atmosphere, and then the second Brody Lee comes out. Comes out. It's business. It's business. And obviously, um, everybody tries to rush the ring, yeah. You know, to 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 defend Cody and stuff like that. So you get the young bucks out there, and you get everybody coming out. And who's the person who comes out and makes the save? Matt Cardona. Yeah, Matt Cardona comes out. So WWE guy who's just with WWE. Uh, weeks before he's coming out, he makes the big save. That's gonna set up Lee versus Cardona. Yeah. For the TNT title. Yeah. That's what I think. Because he's got he's gonna defend his best friend. He's gonna protect the the, the protect um, the honor of the Rhodes of family. Of the Rhodes family, correct.
0: Up next was a um handicap match between Penelope Ford and Rebel against Big Swole, um, set up by um D D S. Yeah. Bit uh Britt Baker. It was meant to be Brit Baker, Penelope Ford, and Rebel, but Britt is still not well enough to fight. So it became the two of them against Big Swole. And Big Swole does what Big Swole does and wins the match. Yep. In decisive fashion.
1: And now she can set up the stipulation for yeah. her match against Britt Baker at All um, at all Out. Yeah. She gets to decide the stipulation against Britt Baker. Whew, I feel bad for Britt Baker.
0: Yeah. Uh, main event was a brutal Tables match between Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy. Sammy Guevara comes out on top, but did you see that nasty gash in the side of his head? Yep. I think he posted on his Instagram, I think the caption was, eye for an eye, I guess, because he has that massive gash now like um, Hardy did when yep. he got busted open. Um, The main part of this was to continue to build their feud, but also to build Jericho Cassidy more. Oh yeah, because they came out post match and just and just went into each other. Um Orange Cassidy actually attacked Chris Jericho um with his aviator without his aviators on. Yeah. So he takes his aviators off. It's business. It's business
1: time. Um it was good. It I was... just I just um we never we didn't get a chance to really talk about that whole Sami Guevara Matt Hardy thing. Yeah. that was wicked unsafe what Sammy Guevara did
0: well through throwing the chair
1: yeah wicked unsafe yeah when that when that initially happened yeah um obviously now it's an eye for an eye yeah you know the way they're playing it up and stuff like that but even Matt Hardy called him out when that initially happened too calling him unsafe saying he, he, this isn't a good working environment you can't have stuff like that happening in the ring so yeah um I I love the fact that Cassidy is getting the rub from Jericho though yeah that's awesome
0: the, the debate we never got to talk about the debate I know <laughs> The best part was the, uh, um, <laughs> the uh, what's the word for it? Why am I forgetting the word for it? The climate change part oh, where he just completely gives like a complete legitimate answer to the global warming uh, issue when <laughs> Jericho was like, what does this even have to do about us? Blah, blah, blah. And aviators come off. So the issue was blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jericho's jaw is just on the floor. But that basically finishes that. Uh, that is our wrap-up of the Wednesday slash Thursday Night Wars. Who won this week?
1: I enjoyed AEW.
0: I enjoyed AEW as well. But I gotta give... I gotta give it to NXT okay. for the new champions. Uh, Breezango defeating Imperium. Also with that promo from Karrion Cross. Okay. That sold me on that show. Because... For someone to leave with an injury, but you're still scared shitless of them, yeah. that's that's almost unheard of. Yeah. Um, because when Balor went away, Mick he, Foley had to take the belt off of him. Yeah. Carrion said, I know I won this belt, and the belt is still mine, because whoever holds the belt when I'm back will be destroyed by me, yeah. essentially.
1: Yeah. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. And he... Puts the belt, walks away. Yep. Um, just for me, AEW is just a little bit more consistent throughout. Yeah, there was two highs for WWE's NXT. It was just a little bit more consistent for AEW. I didn't see too many um, low spots. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of handicap matches in which Big Swole is just crushing everybody anyway. But the but Orange that's Cap- Big Swole doing Big Swole yeah, things. I, Orange Cassidy stuff is awesome. Yeah. The announcement of the two matches with MJF and um, obviously the, uh, women's, the women's title match. Those things I'm just excited about. Uh, FTR, obviously, um, winning the tournament on the the gauntlet match. And Matt Cardona setting himself up for the TNT title. Yeah. Those are all things that I'm kind of like really looking forward to to see it All Out. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So that basically finishes off this episode
0: um, of the Doink and Doink Connection. Uh, If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or otherwise, definitely let us know on our personals or at Double Doink Network on Instagram and Twitter. Um also if you have any issues you can contact uh, well contact us like I said but you can also put it down in the description of the episode um our socials are obviously down there um but if you guys have anything you guys want to hear um any, let us
1: know yeah anything that you guys want us to talk a little bit more about I know we don't talk a lot about um you know impact, impact or, or new japan, new japan cuz there's a lot going NWA. on in Japan right there's now there's a lot of stuff going on in all wrestling right now but well, we'll be more than glad to talk yeah. About anything that anybody else wants to talk about. And if anybody wants to come on here and talk about anything with us, we want an open mic. We got an open mic. You know, we're more than welcome to have a guest on here every once in a while. Yeah.
0: So uh other than that, I think that's about it. Uh, my name is Josh. I've been Dave. And we got two words for you. Dunk's out. Dunks out.